Hi everyone, this is Working Title, the podcast where we, four intrepid, handsome, intelligent, and entirely fraudulent reviewers, watch and review IMDb's top 250 English language movies as of November 2019, going from bottom to top. So watch along with us, and... Oh no, there's a lot of gold in this podcast. Yeah, I was definitely saying good jokes that uh, nobody heard, but that's, that's okay, because I can use them later, and we'll see if they're actually good. Yeah, same. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh. All right. Um, well, hi, everyone. Welcome back to Working Title, the podcast where we talk about movies that are generally regarded as good, uh, specifically the top 250 English language movies on IMDb as rated by the users of IMDb. Um, what are we talking about this week? This week is Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, uh, specifically the 1958 version, though there exist at least two other film recordings, and then countless YouTube uh, recordings of high schoolers performing <laughs> this play as it is another film based off of a uh, play, another stage adaptation, which had been a little bit hit or miss for us. Now... Just a little bit about this movie. Uh, this is a Tennessee Williams play. I think we'll probably see a few more from him uh, before we're said and done with everything. Also starring Elizabeth Taylor, who we've seen before. And yeah, before we get too much further, let's um, introduce ourselves, the reviewers in the studio with us. And I'll start us off. Um, my name is Jack. And if I had to name the next Fast and Furious movie, I would name it F9, but not the existing F9, this is a reboot, F9, this film about the ninth element on the periodic table with the symbol F, Fluorine, starring what? Bill Nye and Vin Diesel. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. These are supposed to be jokes, not, not actual good ideas. Is, 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 right up. I was not ready for that. Is Vin Diesel in Fast and Furious? I've never seen any of them. He's a, he's a big part of it. Dominic Florine. <laughs> it, it can't have a Neil deGrasse Tyson and Paul Walker. That was my first combo, but... <laughs> oh, fuck me. Too fast, too soon. <laughs> is that the one where Paul Walker is oh, a hologram? Shit. That should have been my title. <laughs> anyway, this is Mike. Hi, I'm Mike, and uh, my uh, my next Fast and the Furious movie is Fast and the Furious in Space? Question mark. Oh. Ah, <sighs> I like it. Right, am I up now? <laughs> Just read the goddamn list we put in. <laughs> Oh, my my oh, accidental I'm... joke did better than the actual joke. I know, too fast, too soon. That was perfect. <laughs> June, fast, magic of soon. editing. <laughs> make, me, make me smart. Make me funny. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, hi, everyone. My name's Shane, and uh, my next Fast and the Furious would be Fast and the Furious 90 Feel Efficient. Is that the one with like the reduced uh, ethanol content? Yeah, this is where they're fighting global warming. <laughs> <laughs> Driving electric cars. 
this is this is this is a, what do you, you call it? There'll be a lot of explosions a... because the lithium batteries, if they get wet, don't they explode or something? There's a scene where Vin Diesel just floors it and goes. <laughs> I want a ninety volt car. <laughs> this, is, this is one one to ninety in three hours. There's a uh, intermission where they all stop and plug in their cars at superchargers. Fuel efficient. <laughs> all right, and the last reviewer. Car wars. <laughs> Doesn't even need the Fast and the Furious portion of it. I, I just picture them doing like robot wars. They all have like RC cars. Just... I feel like Car Wars is like the 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 Dollar General version of Transformers. <laughs> Auto cars roll out. <laughs> Car warriors, go. <laughs> okay, I, I need oh. just a second to catch my breath. At least we had fun. <laughs> All right, thanks for joining us this week, everyone. See ya. Um, so, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, uh, based on a play, play on a Pulitzer Prize, uh, Tennessee Williams, we said all these things. Um, 1958, I think we said that too. Um, yeah, kind of follows, I don't know, like five or six people talking to each other and in general not getting along, <laughs> which is most plays, I guess. That's, that's an excellent um, summary. <laughs> let's, uh, let's let Mike recap what happens in this movie. So in the beginning, it starts at a uh, high school stadium and we see a uh, brick who is one of the lead characters in this film who is drunk, um, trying to do the hurdles uh during the hurdles he falls down and he breaks his leg and that takes us to the uh where the majority of this uh movie takes place which is at their family home in in the deep south um they're a rich family it's apparent by the size of their mansion and there it looks like they're preparing for a big party this is our introduction to the second lead which is uh maggie which is brick's uh wife who has just barely shown up with brick to celebrate their father's uh, birthday party, and they call him Big Daddy. Um, it's obvious that Maggie and Brick are having marital problems. When Maggie goes and tries to talk to Brick, they are having uh, just a really bad argument. They're not getting along. Uh, they're bringing up something that we don't know yet as an audience as the cause of their break of their marriage, uh, but they still insist on continuing to, to, to stay married, and that's apparent with this deal that they've made. And throughout this film, we uh, start to learn why they're having these marital issues. I mean, I have a lot of things to say about this. How? (laughs) (laughs) The only things I have to say about it have to do with um, the other characters' family. So besides Maggie and Brick, there's the other in-laws who, uh, you know, Brick's brother, uh, Gooper with a G, and his wife, May, and they're just terrible five children, these spoiled kids that are running around this this party. Um, but really, it has to do with the, the Big Daddy and Big Mama coming back from a doctor's appointment that they had in, uh, I don't know, did they say where they were? They were, in a, they were in a different city, and they come back with their family doctor and um, tell the family that he came back with a clean bill of health, which turns out to be a lie and he's actually dying of cancer and 
Big Daddy goes through kind of a revelation that he's been wasting his life for 40 years and he wants to continue to live now that he's been told that he's going to continue to live he's going to spend all of his emotions and he's going to experience everything for the rest of his life unbeknownst to him that he's actually dying which as a doctor he should lose his license for doing that because he's oh my just fucking god <laughs> he's like it's a matter of professional ethics in what fucking universe is it a matter of pro- professional ethics <laughs> to lie to your patient, say, oh, you're, you're not going to die. Oh, by the way, his family, he's totally going to kick the bucket. <laughs> Can you imagine? You go to the doctor's office, like, see you later, Tom. And he looks at the nurse, he's like, that dude's dead as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but as a professional, I can't tell him. That guy is fucked up. <laughs> so yeah, so this doctor flew all the way out with him just so he could tell his family so that his family could break the news to him because he doesn't want to do it himself. Um, he even brings along the drugs to help him ease himself into his inevitable death uh, with him to give to the family. Okay, I want to stop it right here. Why is everybody yelling in this movie? It's a classic Elizabeth Taylor movie. This shit, like, hurt my ears, man. Every single person is just yelling all the time. There's not one moment where they're just talking. So what you don't realize, June, is this was shortly after World War II, so about... (laughs) 40% 40% of the country had tinnitus. <laughs> and this was just how everything was done. Um, so I would like to uh, posit a thought experiment to everyone. Just um, a little something uh, just to think about. So there are eight main characters. Many of them have nicknames. Uh, listed on Wikipedia, this is the cast. Maggie the Cat Bullet. Brick uh big daddy big mama gooper uh sister woman who is gooper's wife uh dr bow and deacon deacon davis now i would like to just humbly submit the prospect that consider which among those would actually fit in as categories on pornhub <laughs> <laughs> let me read through these again the cat, Rick, Big Daddy, Big Mama, Gooper, Gooper. <laughs> Sister Woman, Give her the Gooper, Holy shit, Deacon, right, yeah. Sister Woman, that's, that's like half the Pornhub intro page. <laughs> well, like. That's a that's a good point that you bring up too. I'm gonna follow that. This family has a very awkward way, especially the dad of relating to Elizabeth Taylor's character, the cat. Like one of the first lines that dad says is, "You sleeping with your husband?" And she's like, "Oh, you know." And he's like, "I'd fuck the shit out of you." Like he doesn't say that, but he's like, "You'd have like eight kids by now." Which, if my dad was talking to my wife that way, I probably wouldn't be too happy. Just like it's it's a. It's really apparent that Big Daddy doesn't like anybody in this film except for <laughs> Brick and Maggie. Yeah. Like, he treats his family like garbage. Everybody else treats it. And the craziest thing is so everybody in this family seems so used to be treating like garbage that he says the most off-colored shit to his own wife and talks about how he never loves her. And she, like, saunters out of the room sad. And then 15 minutes later, she's like, where is my husband? <laughs> yeah, they, they kind of just gloss over the fact that he's... I mean, not really. I mean, the whole basis is about how he's treated them poorly. But, yeah, he, the change is very quickly. But, yeah, his wife's just like, well, I guess I'll go eat this cake myself after he's like, I've never loved you for 40 years. 
Yeah, there's a lot of uh, reconciliation whiplash in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it comes at you fast. Um, um, I actually had a note. Crazy. Um, <laughs> Don't burn all your material here, Jim. <laughs> bro. Very opening of the movie. The, the sound mixing was just so bad. So bad. Like, I would love to know what was said in the opening of the film, but all I could hear was fucking Dixie being played on a kazoo. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake. Oh, oh yes. my god. And that scene, so they <laughs> land in this airplane, and they're all, the kids are playing kazoo. Okay, first of all, why the fuck are the kids everywhere in this movie? Yes. You need them um, for one scene, and well, maybe, well, like, background. I have more to say about this, too, but just acknowledging that the kids don't make fucking sense anywhere... They get out, and they're like, oh, he's good. And uh, Big Mama's like, oh, yep, turns out he's fine. Just a little old spastic colon, that's all. <laughs> Who the fuck says that? <laughs> <laughs> it was just a bad bout of IBS. It wasn't cancer at all. <laughs> no, they actually they actually kept all those kids on the set just to make Elizabeth Taylor's character more believable of being just frustrated and angry the entire time. It's <laughs> method acting. Yeah. Well, that's when also when I realized, like, this movie was, like, one to two very good one-acts that were just, like, surrounded by a bunch of bullshit. It's, like, the, the pretty much the beginning, like, opening 25 minutes of the movie were completely irrelevant. Like, what did that even add to anything? Oh, yeah. Well, their first... Well, when Brick... Are you talking about when Brick and Maggie are having their uh, intro discussion? Yeah, kind of, pretty much I, everything before Big Daddy and Brick have their first, like, confrontation. Yeah, they, they, it was it was actually uh, 15 minutes long of them uh, establishing that they don't like each other. And they could have done it in <laughs> two sentences. Yeah. I, I kind of like the banter between them two, but I do agree they could have cut it in half and it would have had the same effect. Like her just talking, talking, and Britt goes, yep. Well, <laughs> that's, that's pretty much, much what he was doing. <laughs> yes, exactly. His entire acting style was standing around, then saying stuff deadpan. Looking at his drink, drinking it, looking at it again, saying something deadpan. For a man that drank a whole bottle of whiskey to himself in under 24 hours, he was rather fine. <laughs> hey, I, t- I, I tell you, man, though, Paul, Paul Newman was a good-looking dude. Right? Like, that's, that's oh, yeah. Kind of, he, looked, he looked... That's... I, I'm, I'm just going to say, that's the kind of face you want on your ranch-dressing empire. <laughs> As, what, what I'm going to say is... That stressed credibility. That man certainly could have jumped over those hurdles. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and I like how he misses football, so he jumps some hurdles. <laughs> I just miss hockey so much as I shoot this three-pointer. <laughs> Kobe. <laughs> Did anybody oh. else think that that guy looked just like um, uh, f- fucking... Daniel Craig? No, 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 the sniper in Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you're asking, then yes. He could have... Oh, God. He could be Matthew McConaughey's father. So the sniper in Saving Private Ryan? Just me, all right. <laughs> I don't even know why I do this with you guys. <laughs> you know, my... When we watch movies like this, I don't think we know why we do this either. This movie, I just, it was about 30 minutes too long. And some of the dialogue with, like, Big Daddy and Brick are pretty good. Like, where Big Daddy's like, no, you're not running away from this. You're like, okay, I can 
I, I'm curious to see why this is all happening. And then we find out, and it's like, okay, now what? And then there's, there's like 45 of, more minutes. You're like, fuck. There, there was a lot of uh, alluding to that part. So even in the beginning, the, the part that June and I were talking about, how long it took for them to establish that they're mad at each other. I had a lot of theories of why they were mad at each other and did not expect it to turn out the reason why they were mad at each other, which did is you, why Big Daddy was chasing around. I thought it was going to be, I thought it was going a very different direction. Did you think he was going to be gay with Skip? Yeah, I thought it was going to be about that story about Southern people not accepting gay people. That That's what I thought too, because like him not having sex with his beautiful wife, like him really taking the death crazy and blame like this whole thing i was like oh he's gay him and skip were gay so but, i can't imagine anybody's gonna actually watch us so what we're talking about is uh, <laughs> <laughs> brick's best friend somehow well not some we didn't we don't know why but we figure out later he committed suicide and the reason why um was had to do something with uh maggie and that was where their marital problem that's why he's drinking he's an alcoholic in this film I don't think we established that either, but this dude is putting it back throughout the entire film. And Big Daddy's trying to, like, figure out why in a very uh, demanding, attacking way. God damn it. So, I, I want to... I'm sorry. <laughs> I just can't stop thinking, like, how much better of a plot line it would have been if they were gay. Right? Instead of, instead of just skip being a bad football player i know it was like so convoluted he's like he played such a bad game he killed himself i was like oh man the nfl would just not exist today if that were the case so let's let's walk through this one one second i just i just want to walk through this point by point because lots of characters involved and this is the most fucking harebrained scheme i've seen in any of these movies so far but so the gist is is uh, Brick, which is a fucking stupid name. Uh, <laughs> like is, is, Oh, is it, is it better than Big Daddy? <laughs> okay, at least Big Daddy is a or nickname. Gooper? Brick is his fucking name. Um, according to Wikipedia, Gooper's real name is Cooper. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, he's a grown-ass man with a law practice. I don't know why he still goes by Gooper, but whatever. Okay. Um, so, Skipper uh, and Brick are best buds, right? And uh, Brick has married Maggie, and Maggie is somehow jealous of the fact that these two are close and how Skip is so loyal to Brick, which is a super psycho thing, right? Like, uh, Can I interject? Interject. All right. My interjection is um, she actually wasn't jealous of him. She wanted, um, she wanted Brick to go pro, and she thought that Skipper was holding Brick back. And that's why mm. Brick okay. gives her some crap and says, like, oh, you're you're kind of like a gold digger. Um, Which, yeah, so nat- naturally, to solve that problem, you want to <laughs> yeah. sleep with sleep with fucking Skip, right? right? Now well, you can so continue with the... That's uh, not the even craziness. the worst part. Instead of him going, hey, man, you go pro and put in a good word with the coach and I'll follow your coattails. No, we'll just start our own NFL team. What kind of Will Ferrell plot line is this <laughs> Wait, bullshit? Right. Is that what happened? Anyway, what? so yes. let Jack continue. <laughs> Maggie's plan. Maggie's plan, as June mentioned, is to uh, (laughs) demonstrate to Skip, or sorry, demonstrate to Brick that Skip is not actually loyal to Brick by sleeping with him. Um, I don't know in what universe this makes sense. So apparently, after he has a really shitty game while Brick is sick, she goes to his hotel room and he's hammered, and she is about to try and seduce him. But realizes at that moment of all moments <laughs> that maybe Brick will leave her instead. And 
I guess that's her one moment of clarity in this entire plot. And she leaves, and Skip later calls Brick, uh, distraught over his performance in the football game. Uh, Brick hangs up on him, and as a result, Skip commits suicide, which is sad. Um, but I don't fucking know what Maggie was even aiming to accomplish here. Well, like, her whole character, you're like, wait a minute. So I'm supposed to feel for her, but all she is is she's like, God damn you, Brick, why are you so good looking? Just have sex with me already. That is her entire motivation the entire time. They don't talk about how he used to be sweet on her, or all the sweet things he used to do, or their love. It's just like, we used to fuck so much, and now we don't. Well, <laughs> she she wants a child, which, Ugh. I mean, is one of the most fucking tired and played out and cliche motivations for any female character in any medium of fiction that this isn't this wasn't the 70s version this was the 50s version keep that in mind it's true I mean, for the time it made sure it may be sense. fine for the time but i'm not i didn't hop in my time machine and put on my <laughs> 1950s mentality hat and watch this movie i watched it in 2020 and i'm just fucking tired you know what i'm sick of I'm sick of watching movies that are obviously stage adaptations. We've watched so many in a row, and the first five minutes into this, it's like, yep, it's going to be two people in a room again, and it's going to be two more people in another room again. <laughs> this is just a friendly reminder that this play is reproduced in high schools around the nation. Oh. <laughs> Man, I bet there I are a- English teachers all around the nation saying, like, well, what color were the drapes, and what did that say about Maggie's state of mind? <laughs> I don't know. It was written by a dude named Tennessee. So how fucking deep could it fucking be? What kind of parent names her kid Tennessee? So what about all the sexual thirst in this movie? (laughs) She was thirsty. Oh my god. I would watch it if they if they actually let the guy who plays brick play brick drink the entire time. I'd go to that play. So I I I want to take a step back. The the title of the movie is title dropped in the first scene where oh yeah uh elizabeth taylor says uh pretty much not boning brick which is a sentence i never thought i'd say in my life (laughs) Uh, (laughs) not boning brick has her like a cat on a hot tin roof if i'm following correctly and i don't guarantee that i am because i did my best to forget this movie in the hours between when i watched it now um this title is straight up about thirst yeah, I thought it was about- like a cat walks like gingerly on a hot tin roof because it's hot. So like, ah, 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 you have to like walk on eggshells. Is, See, it, is it just too. about being horny? Yeah, it's, I, was, I thought that too. But five minutes later, Brick says it's like we're two cats. Like we smell like two cats. Yeah, there's a lot of reference to cats. So what what I, what I was taking away from that is that he pretty much tells her to get another lover and she wants to hang on to him. And so she's trying to hang on to him like a cat is trying to stay on a hot tin roof, which is... <laughs> I don't oh, I get know. it. So they're both cats. So that explains the <laughs> shitty sound design because it sounded like two cats <laughs> fucking. Oh, did you guys watch Cats too? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this movie like it's sad because like there's actually some good character parts. No, but it's so, just <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the some out. of the, the the only thing Say keeping thing, this Jim. movie the only thing keeping this movie afloat. Is the acting? That's it. Very true. No, it was very no. true. phenomenal acting. Nothing is keeping this afloat. 
<laughs> Seriously, was adequate at best. I I thought the acting was very good. Imagine if they were just like a one act, like of those scenes, specifically the uh, kind of first altercation between Brick and Big Daddy. It's very emotional, and, and then kind of throughout the rest of it. But like, it's <laughs> it. What was the point of an? What was this an hour and forty minutes or some shit? Yep, forty eight. Yeah. The woman who played May, the sister, the sister, what do you call her? Sister something. Anyways, that girl, I, I, her acting made me hate her. So I agree with that. She was the worst throughout the entire film. They were just going after the will of Big Daddy, which really everybody was kind of going after. Only Brick wasn't trying to go after the money. So anyways, <laughs> in the end of this film... Big Daddy ends up coming to terms with the fact that he's going to die, and Brick has this final confrontation in the basement, uh, surrounded by a bunch of stuff from Europe, and Brick tells him that, like, you never loved your family, and you are the worst person to ever live, and Big Daddy then realizes that he's the terrible dad, that he he had a good dad, but he's now he's a bad dad, and that's his kind of, like, coming to terms with it all, and then at the end, he's a good dad. Yeah, and let it be known, his good dad was a hobo dad. Oh, fuck's sake. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so I want to I want to mention a couple of things. Um, Brick has been slamming hard liquor the entirety of this day. He's polished off multiple bottles, and he is remarkably cogent. Oh yeah, he got thought- rained on. It <laughs> woke him up or something, I guess. But at no point did he sound like he was even slightly buzzed. And he did crash a car. It's not acting. That's just driving. Um, <laughs> that bugged me because, you know, we watched Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. And not that that was the greatest movie we've ever seen, but they all did a everyone in that movie was playing someone who was hammered and they all did it pretty well, including Elizabeth Taylor. And they all played it differently. Man, and I this guy was just that like, shit. <laughs> yeah, um, this guy was like, all right, so what's my drunk character going to be like? Oh, same as normal. Just deadpan. Okay, fine. Whatever. The other (laughs) thing, too, is... So, you know, we mentioned that there is a really great core 10 or 15 minutes in this movie, and the rest is just extraneous shit. Yes. Well, so there are things we learn, right, about Skip's death. Um, Brick ends up revealing to Big Daddy that he's actually dying, and... I'm going to be honest. I don't know what the doctor's plan was. Um, We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that because I can go on for that for a minute. But anyway, and so somehow he upsets Big Daddy by telling him he's actually dying. And then they chat a little bit and they're cool. And the finale is Elizabeth Taylor as Maggie saying, yep, I'm preggers and lying. And Brick's like, sure. Yeah, she is. And lies to the rest of his family and they go bone, right? Because they weren't able to bone at the beginning. Anyway, what the fuck changed over the course of this movie that made all these people reconcile? Like, no facts have changed. Everything that was laid out should just make them hate each other more. But they just kind of changed their mind in the end? This movie would be much better if they had a just a five-minute segment halfway through where it turns out Brick and Maggie are actually... Um, performing an awesome heist to get like all of the inheritance, <laughs> and it's all just a big plan. Uh, we're going to talk about in on it, and they're trying to like get the brother and the sister out of the out of the, the loop here. 
Now, now that, you're just describing Knives Out, and I get, want to go watch that again. I did like that movie, but on a, I mean, oh yeah, go ahead. Th- there's there's probably some bullshit about like learning about love or some fucking no. I don't know. Yeah. Fuck love. I mean, they hit they hinted at that when he's talking uh, in the basement. The which was was that that was the basement from Sleuth, right? I know. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Does I, everyone have just weird fucking dolls in their basement? <laughs> All I was thinking of is, where's Big Daddy? With top men. Top <laughs> men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure there was like a, an answer there. I just don't care. They really could have just cut Maggie out because really the story was more about Brick and Big Daddy reconciling. Because Brick's character had the arc and Big Daddy had the arc. Maggie, well, I guess they're, they're the villains, right? Kind of, but or, or Maggie specifically. It it just. Oh wait, no, wait. She's the, kind of, of the catalyst, I guess. But I thought Gooper and May were the villains. Yeah, I'm thinking a sister woman. Yeah, <laughs> she's kind of like a, a useless character in a way. She did a great job acting, but like. You could have cut her and just referenced her like, oh, I heard you're having marital problems and just been about Brick being a drunk and his dad's death looming as a time for them to like get over themselves. Yeah, I think you're right. That's that's too deep. I think it was about you can get over alcoholism in the span of an hour. (laughs) Well, no one says he actually got over it. (laughs) He just said he wasn't thirsty at that moment. (laughs) He's still drunk. He's not going to remember the reconciliation. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's actually just black out at that point. <laughs> he wakes up in the morning. He's like, "Where's Big Daddy?" Skipper, oh, where's Skipper? <laughs> where's Skipper? <laughs> I um, I do have one positive thing to say about right, the movie. No. All okay. right, next. <laughs> <laughs> no, what is it, June? Yo, that that doctor. I fucking love that guy. <laughs> there was one scene when uh, he's like. They he storms out right, and I think it's Big Mama says, uh, "Well, don't you have a pill to like make the pain disappear?" And he responds with, "Sometimes I wish I had a pill to make people disappear." <laughs> he doesn't give a no. fuck about that Hippocratic oath, man. I don't I don't know if they dropped microphones in 1958, but like that was a line, man. <laughs> I wish I had a pill that made movies disappear. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? He also so gave his patient a dose of morphine and instructions on how to OD. <laughs> the doctor walked away from there, just be like, "Fuck those people!" <laughs> so okay. he's like, "Here's your morphine. Inject it all in one go." There's also another like subtle scene uh, involving the doctor when they're all sitting at the table and everyone's like, you know, a toast to Big Daddy's health or whatever, and the doctor's just like, like <laughs> kind of staring off. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I fucking love it. <laughs> so, okay, someone help me understand this, or at least as much as it can be understood. What is this doctor's plan? <laughs> he's just going, whoa, he's dead? He was so, so healthy. <laughs> so, okay. At the beginning, he has told their family, and he's fallen out with them for whatever reason, he has told Big Daddy and Big Mama and uh, everyone that clean bill of health, he's good, no cancer, he's gonna live forever, right? What next? <laughs> I, I, I just, just, he's like, well, they're gonna be shocked when he dies. <laughs> so he, he tells a couple people in the family and how long is this facade is supposed, is how, how long is this ruse 
supposed to last. He literally brought morphine for the guy. So was it only supposed to last for four hours until <laughs> like after the party is over? Well, I don't is know. It just... It's not like I'm a doctor. I don't know how much he needs. <laughs> <laughs> is this guy a doctor at all? It's probably not. <laughs> He's got an honorary doctorate. Well, why wouldn't he just tell Big Daddy like, hey, you're going to die. But I haven't told your family because I know you need to get your affairs in order. And then like Big Daddy is not letting everyone know that he knows. Like, I mean, is is this so he can enjoy this shitty ass birthday party without thinking about dying? <laughs> Wait, are we talking about how this could have been a better movie? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, you could you could input that too. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> just, just run with it. This this movie should not have been on this list. It's not like a bad movie, but it's not this. Like, I'll watch this ten times before I watch the last picture show. But... I would have watched a, a play rendition of this. I would have seen it in a theater, and it would have been cool. Like, fine. Yeah, but. Also, why the fuck was Deacon there at all? To show that Big Daddy donates to the church? The doctor remembered halfway through going out for this party that the normal way to do this is to call everybody into your doctor's office with the diagnosis and also bring their religious figures to help give them the bad news. On the way there, he realized, oh shit, I didn't tell him he's gonna die. I better get the deacon to meet me there at the party. <laughs> this dude could croak at any moment. <laughs> all right, all right. It's his birthday party. We're gonna have all his family there. That way, they can all find out at once. So I'll just tell him at the birthday party. <laughs> Nobody even told the deacon. <laughs> he didn't even know. And he left early. He's <laughs> like, all right. Well, I'm gonna leave. Why were you even here at all? Why are you in this movie? I I got sick of how thick um, Gooper and Sister Woman were were laying on like the the, we're evil and we just want the money. Like Gooper kind of changed that towards the end. He had kind of a spine he grew, but like she is just blatantly like, you're all shitty. Now give me your money. (laughs) You can't even get pregnant. Big Daddy and Brick are in the basement coming to terms with their mor- mortality, and, and Gooper and May are up in the, I don't know, the foyer, locked with Big Mama in the room, forcing her to sign legal documents, giving away Which, all the money. Why would they need her to sign it immediately? If he's dead and she inherits everything, wouldn't they just have her sign it a week from now? I, yeah, I think Big they just Mama don't want to have anything, I guess. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm only an amateur... Uh, lawyer in the state of Tennessee. <laughs> this is Mississippi, by the way. <laughs> and I don't know how the passage of cotton empires go, but... <laughs> how about the advice Big Daddy gives him where he's down there uh, telling Brick, like, you gotta be a man. Like, being a man is not accomplishing your dreams. Being a man is having sex with the woman you don't love anymore. <laughs> is it? Is it? <laughs> being a man is putting babies in wombs, alright? That's what <laughs> Being alive is paying bills. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with all of you? <laughs> Dude, I think I think that was like a cheap setup for like the revelation or the, the big turning point of Big Daddy. Like they made it sound so over the top shitty so that his like minor transformation set seemed more like relevant. Right. And like I would have thought it was better if he's like, didn't you love your dad? He's like, no, he's a fucking hobo. <laughs> why do you think I, I gave you guys all this so you didn't have to live like fucking hobos <laughs> he's like but in the end in the end he's like we, we, his heart gave out while we were chasing after a box cart and then he, he was like while he was dying he started laughing 
And then Brick's like, well, maybe he was just happy. It's like, no, this dude was a, a, a hobo. He was a crazy homeless man. <laughs> You're trying to fucking hop on a boxcar. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy shit. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Yo, I'll tell you what, though. I'll, I will 100% say this is better than The Last Picture Show. Oh, God. A thousand times. The Last Picture Show should not be a movie. Like that, that. Yeah, we should have stopped it at the second to last. <laughs> what was the last picture show about? Uh, fuck am I now? I, I repressed that. Jeff Daniels being mad at people for fucking in black and white. I don't know. Oh man, do I have a trivia thing for you guys? Oh boy, let's right, hear it. Hit, hit us, June. Oh yeah, I can wait until the trivia section. Show that's, up. That's, I think that's it. We're here. We're there. We made it. <laughs> All right. So having discussed the movie, I mean. All right, so I'm just reading here that uh, Tennessee Williams was unhappy with the screenplay because it removed all of the homosexual themes and revised the whole brick brick and skipper thing. Oh my god, Tennessee Williams, you you did it. They fucked you up. Because it was, it was totally, had like homosexual tones and you're like, that would make sense. (laughs) Why he would make a good, better story, much, be a much better, better story. story. <laughs> and then his dad would like come to terms in the end and be like, you know, you just gotta be who you are. <laughs> but in 1958, he'd be like, you just go be a hobo. Wonder <laughs> <laughs> how a fucking hobo. <laughs> you know what? I shouldn't have given you these things. I should have raised you like my dad. <laughs> Maybe if you were chasing boxcars instead <laughs> of football players. <laughs> oh, Big Daddy, you're terrible. Again, why are you making us call you Big Daddy? That's, yeah, Big Mama. You know, I don't know about my mom, but I don't think she wants to be called Big Mama. (laughs) I mean, Big Daddy is at least big. That's true. Also, (laughs) Brick did not look like a football player. Like, yeah, he was kind of muscular, but I was like, what kind of football were you playing? I just picture him nowadays, like with like Ray Lewis just taking him out. God damn. Yeah, right. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny that we all kind of came to that revelation and yeah. I, I was that pretty was... I thought it was pretty obvious and that's why when it didn't happen I was like, "The fuck? He's mad cuz they started their own football team and they, <laughs> he just sucks at football." And he killed himself cuz he fumbled during the game? <laughs> I had a, I had a couple extreme. of other thoughts like besides the the undertones I also thought maybe um she was barren and they were having problems because of that. Right. The that was I think that was definitely what the rumors were but the uh, I, you know I, what and if Brick was gay the the whole uh Maggie character makes sense. Yeah, being jealous of Skip, frustrated yeah. with him, wanting the money. Ah, well. All right, that's that's Hollywood censorship for you. There you go. Yeah. Also, last last point on my end. Uh, this family apparently is just obsessed with fucking because they won't stop mentioning it. Even they're like at the dinner table and they're like, "I didn't hear your bed rocking last night." <laughs> like, yeah. Do they all just still live in this house all the time? Like, uh, sister wife or sister woman, whatever her name is. <laughs> sister wife too. <laughs> sister woman makes this big point like it's the fucking nail in the coffin for Maggie that she's like well I know you ain't or, you know, I know you're not boning each other because 
the walls are paper thin. We're sleeping right next to you. Well, either have you been there for one night for this birthday party or does everyone still just live in this house like a bunch of fucking weirdos? Does that mean that they've all had to listen to her getting gooped constantly? (laughs) (laughs) Rick mentions that. He's like, not all of us are so loud about it. You might be a screamer too if you were hooking up with the gooper. Oh god! They've got six kids. She can't get enough of it. (laughs) The Cooper. Give her the Gooper. Gooper, Gooper. (laughs) I'm gonna Goop. I'm gonna Goop. (laughs) Gooper. I hardly know her. We've butchered any, any thing left of this movie. I don't even, even want to edit this. Like, I gotta say, this this actually might have moved it up a couple of spots. I can't believe we've laughed this much about this film. I thought this was gonna be real deadpan. Oh my fucking no. God. No, we haven't laughed about this film at all. We just spent two minutes straight laughing about Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Half our podcast has been about porn parody for this movie. <laughs> um, All right, let's fucking kill this. Let's wrap it up. Oh, God. <laughs> Trivia. Um, I guess they offered the role of Brick to Elvis Presley, who turned it down. <laughs> <laughs> there goes wanted. what little acting accolades I could have given a movie. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't you miss your dad on that boxcar? <laughs> Um, it was the third highest grossing movie of the year. Budget of two million brought in seventeen and a half million, which is a lot of money in nineteen fifty eight. A lot of disappointed I, viewers. <laughs> Jesus, I think that's more money than the U.S. spent on World War Two. Um, <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor got an Oscar nomination for this one, which I don't understand. I think she did win it for uh, "Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf." Mm-hmm. which we talked about a, a week or two ago. No, what um, I don't understand is this got a nomination for Best Cinematography. Really? Yeah, where was the fucking cinematography? It was wide shot, close up, close up, <laughs> wide shot. Huh. There was a w- one shot where it was a low shot up near Big Daddy. Mm, that must have been it. Yeah. <laughs> That's three shots. That got them the nomination. <laughs> I wouldn't give it in for set design because that basement would have taken eight years to freaking set up. Just a dump truck of shit. <laughs> oh, they just walked into some hoarder's basement. <laughs> Can we film here? <laughs> We're going to break some things. <laughs> <laughs> so it was nominated for six Oscars, but won none of them. Wikipedia suggested because it may have been too controversial. But what the fuck ever. Um, what, did only three movies come out this year? So I will say uh, it was not nominated for Best Cinematography, but rather for uh, Best Cinematography Color, which I suppose was a different category in the 50s. Mm, that's why it was so controversial. <laughs> <laughs> so in that one, it was up against uh, In Color, GG Anti Mame. The Old Man in the Sea and South Pacific. Ooh. Um, hmm. South Pacific, which I'm sure was probably pretty interesting. Old Man in the Sea? Like the story about Moby Dick? It's about fishing. What? <laughs> no, that's that's the big man in the sea. Uh, 
That's Big Daddy in the sea. <laughs> That's Big, Big, Daddy. <laughs> Big fish. <laughs> um, yeah, box office hit. Um, that's about as much trivia as I can stomach. So now for the part of our show that really matters. Where do we rank this movie among the other movies we've seen? Uh, keep in mind, this is number 21 for us. And I will just provide you all with the screenshot real quick. and we'll cut Don't even need it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, all right, so uh, in all of your confidence, June, we'll start with you. Where do you put this one? Second to last. It was almost as bad as that other abortion we watched. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Shane, where do you put this one? I'm going to put this one at number 18, just above Annie Hall, uh, but under Nightmare for Christmas. This beat Annie Hall for you. <laughs> yeah, and I, I enjoyed it more than Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. So, uh, <laughs> I'm glad you agree. <laughs> All right, Mike, where do you put this one? This one is similar to Shane. It goes right above uh, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf as well, but that's number twelve for me. No, number thirteen for me. Holy shit! Um. <clears throat> <laughs> This goes to show how bad the last picture show is. I am going to put this at number 20 just ahead of the last picture show. <laughs> All right. All right. Now the, the final litmus test. Do you recommend watching it? June? I'd say watch like the middle 15 minutes of it. Like that was cool, I guess. Yeah. YouTube the monologues. Yeah. Shane? No. Mike, <laughs> no, don't watch this movie, but do do watch the monologues. I guess what I would say is like, if you have a kid and they go to high school and they're like in this play, then go and watch it to support them. <laughs> don't abandon your child, dude. I just can't see this parent, play don't being. Watch this movie. I, I just can't see this play being shown at high schools. All kinds of weird shit gets shown in high school musicals, and no one gives a fuck because high schoolers are dumb. <laughs> I think we've gooped on this movie enough. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is the most oh. fun I've had on one. I, we'll see how it comes out on the other side. <laughs> All right, so that is Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, as you can tell, one of our favorites so far. Um, next week, we will be starting our first of many movies where we rescue Matt Damon, this time on Mars, with The Martian. 